All right, we got a show for you today. Um, if you haven't seen it, hit pause and go right to the theater right now and go go see it in 3D. Uh, it's called no. Yes, uh, Ready Player One. I enjoyed it very much. Some people will here will disagree with me, and that's okay because this is America. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce everybody. You guys don't know me because I never say my name. I'm a horrible host, but I'm James, and I'm sitting here with Robert, who you do know because I always say Robert. I always say his name. You said your name twice. Okay. In the past. I think so. And I write in the description, but nobody reads it. Oh. Nobody reads that. And one time I misspelled it. I put jams. Because <laughs> I was really tired. And we also got Amanda. And we have Charlie sitting with us tonight. And this is a good panel because we have people who love the book. Who actually knew there was a book. I didn't. I just thought, oh, wow. I see... The car, the DeLorean from Back, Back to, to the, the Future, future. and I'm going to go see that movie. That's all I saw. <laughs> How did you not know there was a book? Like, it was I don't know. Uh, pretty popular for I don't, quite a while there. Well, A, I have dyslexia. I don't read. <laughs> B, an no, I'm kidding. I do I listen, read. I, I actually read more it. now I than I did as a kid. You listen to it? Yeah, ever since Is I became... Is that fair? Yeah. Wow. Um, ever since I like became a mom, it's like the only way I get to read, because by the time oh. I go to bed, I'm like too tired, and so I just like... Have one earbud in all the time, and I'm like listening to stories. That's freaking awesome! I'm gonna so, listen to the book. Since I've been doing that, I like plow through books. I read tons of books every year because I wait. Is that considered? Can you say reading though? Listen. Listen to a book, okay. but I mean, you still get <laughs> yeah. you still get the content. Okay, okay. Content <laughs> is there the voice content. actors? Yeah, Will we Will Will Wheaton read the book. Oh, that's cool. But he was a pretty good narrator. Oh, I thought it was kind of like uh, remember the Left Behind series. And they had like actors that did other voices. That was oh no, it was just usually most of the time it's just a it's like a radio show, and they don't they don't act it out, but usually they have pretty good like inflection to like listen to it. Wow, I forgot to say, Josh couldn't be here tonight. He's very sorry, everybody. I forgot to say that part. That'll make him happy, and we miss him. But we're glad you're you guys are here. So, um, sorry, I just ran over everything you were just saying. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, so let's get started. So um, the movie, apparently, we should start with the movie part because I didn't read it. And Robert, you didn't read it. Right? No. So um, the movie I thought was great. It's about a kid. And the kid, his name is Wade. Wade which which Because his dad thought it sounded kind of like uh, Peter Parker or something. She does that. He does that great monologue. Um, he lives in like a trailer park in the future in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. which is like the new center of life. In it, because stacks. In the stacks. Because there's this great new, well, it's not new. It's like 50 years old or something, right? 40 years old? The, the Oasis. The Oasis, like the... It's not that old? It's at least oh, five. it's only five? Oh, well, no, 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 because he talks about doing it as a kid. So yeah. In yeah. 2025, I'm confused. it was uh, crazy. 2025. 2025, so it's like 20 oh, years old. Years. Okay, there we go. Thank yeah, you. Uh, so, got this awesome experience, living experience, and as people win coin, because they, their life really sucks, so they like to escape, which I love that concept, by the way, because nice. it's such an awesome thing. It's a virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, you just go and be these people and you've got real life bitcoin you can use real things in the real world so it's really cool um go to school and have jobs i mean you can pretty much live your whole life yeah you can be whatever you want yeah so it's a fantastic concept i really like it and then he uh i guess the creator of this this oasis passes away dies and but when he dies i guess 
or one of the creators, the main creator, right? Halliday. Yeah. Halliday. He's on the phone. Today. Which is a really cool name. James Halliday. I know. I love that. <laughs> love the James Halliday. Bias. Oh, gosh. <laughs> goes, goes back to my childhood because I love Doc Holliday, which is close, but no cigar. Yeah. But um, anyways, <laughs> where was I going? Ah. He created the Oasis. Yeah, he created it. And he died. He recently he, passed. And then uh, he announces, before the movie. right? Yeah. And and he announces, hey, there's an Easter egg, which is so freaking awesome. Such a cool idea. Does that happen in the book? Just, it, yes. it does. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. So uh, yeah, they have to find this Easter egg. So he runs into uh, the love of his life, and there's a bunch of romance, a bunch of cool stuff, action scenes, racing, uh, King Kong, uh, all kinds of things. A dinosaur. I mean, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, but he has to actually do some research to actually win because it's not nobody can just win this game. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give away too many spoilers. So we're gonna kind of have to. I was gonna say why you told them already to stop it if they didn't see it. Yeah. I'm just trying to you know like throw the line out mm-hmm. there. Okay. And then reel them in a little bit and then just stop at that. That's uh, what okay, I'm. Okay. That's what I'm trying to do. But maybe I'm failing. Nice. But where I was gonna go from here is like. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to do a bunch of research, and that's where you're going to lose people because people hate research. Let's people face hate it. reading in general. Right, yeah. right. And maybe that's why I wonder if there'll be debates over what's better. Because I'm going to go read the book after this now. Or I'm going to listen I to the know. book because Amanda said it's on. It's on I think there's Audible. no comparison. I think the book is definitely better. Really? Yeah. Uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to read this book so yeah. I can either agree or disagree. <laughs> um,. Okay, let's get let's get into. Was there anything you guys liked about the movie? At all. The two of us that read the book. Yeah, yeah. I just want to find things we like before we destroy it. <laughs> they did a good job casting the James Holiday character. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pretty much spot on how I you know imagined him. Wow. Um, yeah. Introverted and kind of weird. And... Yeah, he's super and, creepy. And just like the way he talks. And oh, he's creepy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just he's very awkward. Like somebody you can tell who has not had a lot of human interaction. Oh, he's an introvert. And they talk yeah. a lot in the book about how he just pretty much, especially towards the end of his life, like the last ten years, totally like was holed up and like didn't talk to or see anybody. Not even. Og, the the friend that he originally like Whoa. Yeah, he shut himself out. <clears throat> when he, yeah, because he and Og got into an argument, which they do touch on in the movie, and they kind of parted ways. Ah. Um, and his wife, Og's wife, is touched on in the movie too, but she kind of plays a little bit more of a bigger role in the book. Interesting. And her development, well, just how her relationship with both of them kind of led to who they all became and created and creation of the of the creation of the oasis wow yeah there's a lot more on kira mm-hmm. yeah hmm. and, I, I and was... she is the only girl he ever loved but he never like in the movie he they, they they say that he dated her once but in the book he never was able to voice that to her or even to og and gog eventually figured it out down the line mm-hmm. that was a rift but it wasn't a spoken rift. Because he was so that's awkward, he didn't deep. know how to say it, you know? Right, yeah. right. Can't express himself, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty pretty lifelike, actually. Um, I would say the casting was good overall. 
Hey, yeah. Ty Sheridan's kind of a blank slate, though. Right. I had the same issue with him in X-Men Apocalypse, which, isn't it funny, he's playing a Cyclops in both movies? The visor right. in both Right, how movies. amazing. It's like, let's get the let's get the kid that we don't want to see his eyes. Right. Because <laughs> people will recognize him, bro. So? From here That's down. That's the whole idea of being, you know, in showbiz. <laughs> you want to be able to recognize Dude, your face? Dude, poor Rick. Yeah. Bro, people still recognize him. I don't know how. <laughs> What's the girl's famous. name that played Artemis? Oh yeah, what was her name? I've never seen anything before. She was in that TV oh, show based in Moscow. Yeah. Oh. She yeah. Girl, yeah. yeah. I thought it was Natalie Portman's little sister for some reason. She does kind of look like her. Yeah, Natalie Portman. Movie. Yeah, she's kind of been doing some horror. She like did a couple horror movies after mm-hmm. based. Oh, good movie. for her. Uh, I don't remember, but I know I've seen her in some movies. So I recognize. Mm-hmm. Her face is memorable with movies or not. Yes. Jackie thought her voice was like Kate Hudson or something. I'm like, no, what? it's not. Oh, no. I thought she did a good job. I thought I did too. Is she not the girl in 13 Reasons Why? Isn't that her? I think that's her. I think that's her. I saw it. And maybe that's why her voice sounds familiar. Because her voice who, is mainly in yeah. it. She's the main character in the in 13 Reasons Why. Ah. Okay. Yeah. That's why she sounds so familiar. Movie. That makes sense. That's why she was good. It's basically, uh, 13 Reasons is basically, uh, what's that, uh, Housewives show. It was on what? a long time ago. Desperate, Desperate Housewives? Desperate Housewives, no. but for teens. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was worried you were going to say Real Housewives of LA. No, no, I wasn't going that far. But that was pretty ridiculous, too. <laughs> no. Desperate Housewives. That's, for teens. That's not fair. No, for the record, I completely disagree. Okay. I don't think that's the same okay. girl. It's not? Go to her IMDb and, um, and see. Yeah. Let's find out. Hi. We have a yeah because her name is Olivia Cook. What? The girl that played Artemis is Olivia Cook. Olivia Cook. What else has she been? Where? Well, now she looks completely different. That who wow. is that? That does not look like her in that one. But oh, is she in Game Girl? That's how I know her. Yes. Okay. She's in some Ouija movie. A Ouija board movie? The Signal. She was in Bates Motel. Okay. Which was also... Right. I, I watched that one. Thoroughbred said it just came out, but Who is trying to prank? This is driving me nuts. <laughs> I got some, like, poltergeist in my house, and they're trying to prank. This is freaking me out. It, it, it does. I apologize. I'm going to hit the power button. So listen to <clears throat> Huh. Well, they're distant sisters. <laughs> Different last names. You know, I get celebrities confused all the time. <laughs> Uh, Anna Ferris and that Snow Girl. I get them confused. Snow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's totally. <laughs> I don't know. I can't see that one. But... I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence and that other one. What? <laughs> Hold on. Who's the other one? I can't remember. <laughs> what? Is there someone else named Jennifer? Isn't it? It's no. It. Okay, Lopez. let me think about this one. <laughs> let me think. Oh, Emma Stone. For some reason, I get those what? two confused. What? It's oh, terrible. Okay. It's terrible. I have a problem. <laughs> you just need to give IMDb candy. It's because my TV was so far away at one point. <laughs> now I'm closer. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't really do that. <laughs> so every movie, you're like, I like the blurry one. But the really blurry one, not so... Not What's well, the one with the points? That's the one. The that, points. Yeah, the points. It was pointy. <laughs> okay. okay. 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so good. Buster. Okay. All right. So, um, so the movie takes some turns that the book obviously doesn't. But um, what did you guys think of the overall uh, CGI? Like, how did you think it felt and looked? I think it looked good for what it's supposed to be. I mean, it's supposed to be not really that realistic because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be you're in the oasis. It's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. They're not trying to make it look like real life. So yeah. I liked, I thought it, it was good. Yeah. yeah. They did a good job creating the oasis, I think. Yeah, I not, agree. Not realistic CGI, but yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It felt like I was playing a video game, and I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I think that's why the 3D for me was better, and I knew, went into that knowing. Some 3D bugs me. I, I'm kind of given up on 3D movies. Same. Yeah. Because it is so much of a pain to wear, and especially because I have glasses. Oh, I see. Wearing it over the glasses, and then about three to four times every movie, I have to take them off and rub my eyes and do all that. That and makes then, sense. Yeah. But I don't have glasses. Them, when it's like visually impressive, I can mm-hmm. understand why they put it in 3D. Mm-hmm. This one, I think it was too action packed. That I we saw it in two D. Oh, you did. So, I think it would would have been too much. I think it would have been overkill for me. See, and for me, I had easier time focusing somehow. Really? Yeah, and I never have this problem. I, I'm usually super ADD, and I was able to focus on a lot more. Where like Transformers, it's like it's like two kids hitting them together, and I can't focus. You know what I mean? Because they're spinning, and you're like, what the heck's going on? You know, they don't do enough slow-mo in those for me. So I don't enjoy them. Even though they're terrible movies anyway. <laughs> and see, nothing against Steven Spielberg. I think he was kind of doing the same thing. Where it's just a big toy box. Right, right. With all these franchises and stuff. He's like, well, what if Iron Giant fought with uh, Gundam or whatever? What a licensing like nightmare. I thought, well, I thought that was kind of cool that they got away with it. Yeah, well, Iron Giant looked part. cool, man. And ah, I love uh, him. So in, in the book, the <laughs> part of getting the third key, uh-huh. um, part, part uh-huh. of the like reward they get at the end, right. is they each get to pick their own giant. Oh. And so in the actual oh, that been book, cooler. they are all fighting in their giant suits. Yeah. Who do they? Are, it's they not just. The giant. They become yeah, the giant? Just, oh. And there's a time limit. Like there's like as soon as you're in it, the like. The clock starts going, so you only have like two minutes to wow. whatever it is you need to go. It's like a power yeah. up. Okay, so yeah. which giants do they pick? Nobody picks the Iron Giant. Oh, <laughs> man. So that one is left unpicked. Wow. So and that H, never, H doesn't get his until the end either. He doesn't have it like just sitting around his shop like Wait, he did. Wait, H is a he in the book? Um, so actually, yeah. that's, that's a big reveal. That's a big reveal when he finally meets him. He yeah, finds, finds out so, oh. that it's a girl. Oh, he does find out it's a girl. And well, it's, in the end, when yeah. they do meet him. Oh, okay. That's, that's what I was trying to clarify. I'm sorry. But for the whole book, you pretty much tell the end, you think it's a, a boy. You do. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, and it's kind of like a big deal that he's a boy, and he's actually a Caucasian man in the Oasis because it was like a whole background story of how. There was like her mom didn't have a lot of things because she was black, mm. and then so when her mom signed her up for school, she got away with um, like forging documents and stuff wow. to make it that she that um, H was a Caucasian male, so that um, she could kind of like have advancements and stuff. And so she fully believes that that's why she got so far in the Oasis because in the book she's super famous actually. Like H oh. is one of the more famous people, 
and it has so lots of coins. The far as the like gamers go, yeah. So, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, Agent Thirty yeah. is a gamer. Is she yeah. is she also a uh, uh, mechanic in the book? Like no, no she doesn't. She's like hardcore design. gamer, like, like just, okay, and like yeah. fights and like like uh, tournaments, and tournaments and stuff yeah. all the time. And so like he talks at the very beginning about how there's levels of gamers, right? And some have lots of money, and when you have money, it actually costs money to travel to different parts of the, of the game. You can't okay. just go there. And so a lot of times H would what let him tag along with him, but he mm. didn't like to do that because the Gunters are self-professed like loners. They don't want to do it right. with anybody else. They don't want help. They don't want. They don't need that. And so the, they have him clan up in the book way too soon, in the movie. and way more than they uh, yeah in the movie and way more than they ever would have, which was mm. totally kind of anti the Gunters personalities so yeah. i didn't like that part see it's like the goonies so well no it's more like Char- <laughs> it's more like charlie and the chocolate factory actually oh, if you think gosh. about it i'm kidding <laughs> or the wizard of oz no, yeah. Yeah. you were the okay. second person to compare the <laughs> there's only three stories oh i'm sorry it's the gold thing the whole yeah gold. you're the second person that i'm said sorry that. i shouldn't have done that no it's okay and the eccentric i just thought it was funny that you creator yeah. right right i'm sorry i shouldn't have done that yeah so there's the big reveal the, with with H and H is actually the first one that they meet face to face first before anybody else. Because he goes or she goes to pick up Wade, and she's like, "Just you know, like I'm nothing like I am in the Oasis. Like don't mm-hmm. freak out." And it like it, um, Wade kind of explains <clears throat> like I want to be mad and I want to be angry, but this is my best friend, and you know, right? So he like yeah. kind of has like a little inner turmoil about it, but then he ends up being. Well, this is my best friend, and like whenever yeah. she starts talking, he's like, "Oh my god, this you is know, her, this is, yeah. or this is my best friend." Well, because exactly. he talks about how they cool. like they went through puberty together, and all he like he sees the girl, and all he can think of is all the awkward like <laughs> puberty boy conversations he had right, with her right. that he never That's would have had so if he had known it was a girl. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah well, exactly. I mean, so he has he's like, "Oh no, oh what happened?" And then he's okay with it. Well, I kind of was suspicious in the movie. When tone. he, yeah, his tone when he was getting on him about what was the other girl's name, the one that he was into. Arthur. You Arthur. don't know that she could be a dude, you know. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, he's really animated about this. What yeah. if it was just in the back of my mind? So I wasn't like super surprised when it happened. But they also, they also like talk about how like I guess each each is all alone because her mom kind of like wanted nothing to do with her when she like came out and said that she was a lesbian oh yeah. because gotcha. h also talks about how he has a big like crush on artemis too right and so um the mom kind of like has nothing to do with her so she's really like a loner all on her own and just lives in this like rv and travels all over like and that's why the ioi can never like find her is like, there mobile? like everybody else because she's always moving that's so cool though yeah. i mean if you think about it yeah ah that's kind of cool mm-hmm. oh and was it daito was the older one I can never remember. I, can't, I think Shoto was the older one. Either one. Neither they of them were him. an 11 year old boy. Okay. It says uh, Shoto was 11 year old. In the movie, at least. So yes, he was. They switched it in the book? I can't remember. I just remember. I mean, because they're always together. So in the book, they like they literally never leave each other's side and they look like brothers in the Oasis. But they, again, so, also don't know each other. They but, never yeah. met outside of the Oasis either. How exactly. weird. And he's, and he's a man. But, um, but they're both older. But he I mean, gets, one of them's younger, but they're both in, not that young. 
in the book, one of them actually gets killed by IOI. What? So yeah, that's a huge part too, that they actually went and they found him and threw him out of his window. And in Japan, which is where they were at, um, they just spun it as like he killed himself because I guess in the book, a lot of people in Japan were like jumping out of their windows because they collect all these artifacts and stuff and then, and then they lose die. Them. Yeah, and ah, then, so they just jump out their window. So they boring. spun it like that. And, but because everyone didn't them. die. I can't remember. But um, they're like, I know he wouldn't have done that. Like, you well, know, plus they caught it on a cam or something. Yeah. He was able to rewatch it and show him what happened. Man, that is a little more interesting. Because it kind of makes the threat of IOI that much more, more serious. At the fact yeah. that he got, they got to one of the high five. Because they kind of make them almost like a like a joke organization. I mean, they are they did blow up. They blew up that uh, the stacks, the stacks mm-hmm. which was you know jacked up. But then they do, right. and, and so it isn't until after Shoto or whichever one dies that they. They don't clan up, but they do kind of realize, like, okay, we, we've, you know, we've got to stick together somehow, and we've got to at least help each other to be safe. And then it becomes a war against IOI, just kind of like, we just don't want them to get the egg. We don't care who gets the egg, but it cannot be IOI. Right, yeah. right. And it's not even about the money anymore. It's it just, it's kind of like the spirit of, like, this is not what Halliday would have wanted. He definitely didn't want them. And the fact that it's supposed to be, like, one for you know everybody should be able to go after it but ioi has like not is monopolizing it because they have so many people out there Hmm. and now they're killing people for it so dang there's way more of like a political part to it oh yeah it's it's definitely way more political Mm -hmm. so they want control of the whole oasis yeah so that's that's why all the sixers like there's thousands of them just i mean they're nameless i mean they're called the sixers and then there's the gunters that are like so, is the Oasis isn't able to be shut down at all? I mean, is there anyone in control of Oasis no, after the, the death? Okay, that's yeah, what it, that's what I want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, because he um, when um, Halliday dies, that's why he didn't leave the Oasis to anybody. He left okay. Easter egg, so nobody's actually in control. Of that's it. what I was wondering. Like, how is it up and running still? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's gregarious games. Mm-hmm. I think they continue. They like still run it. Okay. And then IOI is trying to take control, and then there's the Gunters. They're kind of That's like what different. it is. Okay. And the other, wow. The other part they, right, right, yeah. Right. The other part they don't really touch on either is that um, the uh, Gregarious Games and the Oasis um, came up with a sort of like free charter type school system that was better than the public school systems. Mm-hmm. And so H and all of them are, are like students and they're enrolled, which is kind of how IOI tracks them in the oh. books. Yeah. And um, one of it, when IOI gets a hold of, they want to get a hold of it, but they want to start charging people to use it. But the way the Oasis is now enables people who could not have access to education and the things that they could get on the Oasis, they, would, they wouldn't have it anymore. They'd be dead in the water because they couldn't afford to pay wow. like a subscription fee to be a part of it. And so that's another reason they want to get it. So it's like private school versus public. Yeah, so IOI. It's like charter school versus public because you don't have yeah. to pay for it. Oh, you don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You just are selected because you're a better player. But, but no, you, no, you just have to apply. I'm <laughs> just, just asking. You just yeah. have to apply. Just oh, okay. I'm just trying to get this. If there's room. Okay. But the whole thing is that the Oasis, it was created to help the societies just in the dumps. And so it, it offers things to people who wouldn't normally be able to have it. Ah. If they didn't have the Oasis. And if IOI gets it and they start charging for it, then that like cuts out most of the people. Yeah. 
And so when it was created for her, it would be no more. Gotcha. Okay. And they didn't have that part Mm-mm. in the movie the at all. The school part is actually like part. a big part of the Because I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I don't remember any, any schools. He actually. mentions Ludus, which is the planet of where they have all the schools. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's like, and yeah, the, that's how they find the first key and everything. It's like a huge That's where the, key, the first oh, key is hidden right. on Ludus. Right. Yeah, because they know Wade can't afford to, to take his avatar off of Ludus. So, and he too. finds mm. the key, and so H is like, I know he can't afford to leave Ludus, so, so I know there. the key is on here, and then that's how they find the first key in the first place. And Artemis had actually already found it, so really, she was the first one to find it. She didn't beat it. Like, there was a game they, were, they had to beat. She didn't beat it to get the first key, but she found the, um, like, where it was in the first place. So she knew it was it was going to be where it was going to be. Yeah, and she yeah. was... She was pretty pissed at Wade because she had been like doing it for weeks. Trying and he walks in and out. tries it once and wins. And, uh, yeah. and she's like, What the heck? Like, she's like really mad at him. Wait, did he yeah. only try it once? Yeah, yeah in he, the book? he won the game the first time. So oh. it was like, a, They have like most of the keys and stuff are like old school games they have to be. Right. And I can't remember it was what. It's a jousting game. Jousting. Yeah. Joust. Yeah. So, but he, him and um, H like had played it a whole bunch to like win arguments or whatever. And so he already knew that there was, like, a flaw in the game. So he went in and beat it the first time and got the key. Man. So, and he actually took, he didn't, he didn't, like, come out and, like, totally give her a, a full-on clue. But he did tip her off, which did help her to finally. Yeah, he was, like, play on the left or whatever. And then the. So she was able to do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah. So it was a it was a jousting game. It wasn't even a racing game. Yeah, it was, like, no, in a cave. No. And wow. he had to go through, he had to go through this, like, cave and he had to, like, beat all the like things that come at you in the gotcha. cave. You don't remember that game? Which was D&D. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of based off of D&D. Yeah, the, to find the first key was a D&D thing. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. And then he had to like beat the Joust game. Mm-hmm. That would have been kind of cool. Oh yeah, there's way more references to like a lot of like tons of vintage games, like the old computers. I mean, there's so many cool things in the book that aren't even mentioned. Like, it's a huge thing Hit in the book ball. that's, like, all based on 80s stuff. Yeah. Like, it's a whole fad. Oh. Um, and in the movie, I mean, I didn't even really see anything. Well, I think it was the 80s. The Shining. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it wasn't, like, a music. big deal like it was in the book. When I mm. told James, I kind of felt like it seemed like they changed it to mm-hmm. things that would be more recognizable icon to today's yeah. audience. Mm-hmm. Because some of the stuff, like... I was a kid in the 80s. I wasn't a teen in the 80s. So some of the stuff I had to look up, and some of the stuff I was like, I'm not exactly sure. I got the and Monty I'm not a huge Python gamer either, so I was kind of... With the Holy Grenade. Yeah. And that was obvious, the Holy Grenade. Yeah. There were some obvious ones, and there were some really hidden uh, references and homages. I think I, I was worried going into this that it would just be referenced the movie. So mm-hmm. at least they had a story and a structure to it. Right. Kind of a simple story. Obviously, like you even said, it Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. It's basically Willy Wonka video games with an '80s homage to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of it's dense with references, but it's not reliant completely on them. Is Chucky really in it? No. no. Gosh <laughs> darn it! No, Overwatch. Oh. Of course not. Overwatch. Of course not. Overwatch. Yeah. The Shining wasn't in the book at all. No, I knew yeah. that. I knew yeah. that was in it. I read about that. And, and the third key was Pac-Man, right? Not Adventure. Um, it wasn't. No, that's no? when he got the quarter in the book. The quarter. Oh. It was adventure, thing. actually. I think that was the it was adventure. third key that it was the right thing. Okay. Yeah, but he gets the quarter by playing a perfect game of Pac-Man, which he spent six hours doing while everybody else was like, they found the gate, and like I think H had gone through an Artemis and stuff, and he was busy playing the Pac-Man game. He didn't even check the score. 
and he got the quarter, and that's how he got the quarter for the extra life. That is so cool. No, yeah, and the butler. That part. There was no butler, and the journal, uh, or his diary, actually was a copy online you can go get, and then he Wade had actually printed it out like a hard copy. So, because his aunt would like throw away his laptop or whatever, like she on like, his laptop on his and stuff all the time. So he had a hard copy. So all this stuff about them going in and like watching all these, whatever, like reenactments didn't happen. There was that yeah. was kind of a cool. Like, I, I kind of didn't like that part. I yeah, thought that was kind of cool because it kind of like mm-hmm. it kind of like brings it to life a little bit more for the audience. Yeah. Since they can't explain it as deeply as they can in the book. I thought that man's life was so sad. Oh, the butler. No, the creator. <laughs> the robot well, butler, yeah. You know the butler too. No. Well, that Jane was Kelly. a dumb. That was a yeah. dumb little twist at the end. That I was, was the butler all along. So in the in the book, yeah. Og actually um, invites them to his birthday party because they're like popular now. Mm-hmm. Which is where they were floating around the floaty dance party thing. And Og actually saves them from the Sixers, and the Sixers come in, Og, like, shuts them all down, because he's, like, all powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So he, because you find out in the book that he and um, Halliday's character, or, um, avatars are, like, immortal, like, you can't kill them. They're, like, oh. the highest possible yeah. characters ever. And so, like, the Sixers come in and try to, like, pull some stuff, and Og, like, does this one thing, and he's like, you're not going to ruin my birthday party, and just, like, blows them all out of the water, like, get the heck yeah. out of here. Oh, weird. And then in the end, Og actually takes them all to his house and puts them up where they're safe, and he can't he can't help them, per se, like, in the actual Oasis, and he can't be a part of the game because he's one of the creators of the Oasis, but he gives them um, refuge and a place to fight the fight until it's over. So he actually, like, kind of, like, collects them all and so, says, here, come here, yeah, do it that's here, where they all meet. I'll protect you. Wow. So what you're saying is, what I'm hearing is that this is Willy Wonka mixed with Silicon Valley. <laughs> right? I don't, I don't, I've never seen Oh my gosh. I, I thought you were going to say, because you said he collects them all, he turns out to be a Pokemon trainer. No, no I was not like going I there. Like, no. No. <laughs> I meant like from around the world, because they're all over yeah, the world. Yeah, I wasn't going. Because gonna... Artemis is supposed to be like in Canada. Oh, yeah. it is? Yeah. Oh, he, she is? Oh. Yeah. She and wasn't the two, in Columbus? The, then the two are in Japan. No. Oh, okay. Well, one. No, Wade's the only one in Columbus, actually. Really? And he moves there, and he he moves moves there, there. halfway through the book. Yeah, and he's the one who gets sent to the indenturement thing through IOI, and he does it on purpose to go in and he, like, hacks it and gets a code and everything to hack into it because that's when they have the force field around the castle. So it is a completely in. different... Oh, yeah, it's... And he uses, um, he uses a wow. robot like that he hacked from his own avatar. None of them fight as a Sixer because none of them ever would have fought as a Sixer, so that really bugged me that they had Artemis fighting as a Sixer. Yeah, they wouldn't Avatar, because she would, they would have never done that because they hated them That's the so much. Yeah. Mm. So he like breaks out and then fights as himself in the end. Yeah, so oh. yeah, he actually goes there in real life. They actually come to his apartment, his new apartment, because he moves from the van to the apartment near IOI, and then he purposely goes in debt, like, I don't know, it was like 20 grand or 40 grand, oh, so man. that they would come and take him to the indenturement thing, and he had a whole plan. But he also had a fake identity, so the Iowa yeah. didn't know who he was. Yeah, they didn't know it was Wade. They thought it was somebody else, so they oh. just took him in, and he, like, breaks out, and it's, like, a whole huge thing. Then And then after he breaks out is when he, he 
kind of like gets everybody back all all together again. Yeah. So he never secret message and stuff. He never ghosts Artemis. You know what I mean by that? Where he shoots her in the game. Nope. Oh Oh, no. Yeah. They stopped talking for like six months after After the the, the, the birthday party, mm-hmm. which they changed. In yeah. The wow. Because there there's like six whole months. They get the key and there's all this hype that all everything is happening after five years, and then there's like six months before anybody moves on the second key. Yeah, and they don't talk to each other because him and H don't talk either. Because they got into a fight. Yeah. yeah, they got into a fight because he was spending so much time with Artemis, so they nobody talks to each for six months. Yeah. Right. Virtually. <laughs> She so, was. um, this is actually a span over, like, over a year. Yeah. So. Dang. Yeah. Because in the movie, it really only, ha- it, the whole thing happens over a day and a half. It, it feels oh, okay. like a week, maybe. Oh, it is? I thought no, it was like, just in the movie. That's but what I, it felt I thought like. maybe I kind two of expected days. that they would maybe. do that, because they don't, I mean, again, the book was, like, 14 hours long. Whoa. Yeah, it was, it so, took me a long time to read that. And there's a lot of the guy rambles a lot about 80s stuff, and sometimes you're like, is this yeah. really that important? Is this really that pertinent? It's <laughs> a lot of background. There's a ton of rambling chapters that you're like, uh, okay. He's like, I love Duran Duran. Does he say that? No. No. Nothing he, about Duran Duran? Well, I think he... They talking heads? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, like anything 80s in video games mm-hmm. and music, they pretty much mention in the book. Like, there's that much 80s stuff in the book. Wow. Well, and he just talks about how Halliday loved all these, like, like family ties and TV shows, and that he would just sit there and watch them over and over again because he was convinced that that's where he would find a clue. Like, yeah, he was so, just yeah. constantly watching movies. He watched watching things. Like, yeah. yeah. The basement, which is H's secret hideout, um, that's, like, his secret chat room or whatever that they kind of hang out in. They sit in there and they just watch stuff all day and play games all day and i mean he's in the oasis like 14 15 hours a day so um the basement's supposed to be an exact replica of james halliday's basement and his like house where he grew up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's kind of creepy wow <laughs> well, there's, there's yeah. a lot of replicas like they had like one of the keys is found in like a replica that halliday made of his house yeah and then see that's a whole other part they left out now the part with the shining um, I know that, and it, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, now that was in the book. What was that in the book? What was it? What did they replace that with? It was the second key. So that would have been the one where they were in his house. Mm. Yeah. And he was doing the war games. Oh, the war games scene. And then scene. there was also a video game. He had oh. Like after he completed the war games, he had to do. And it was on the trash, games. the trash eighty computer. It's mm-hmm. like the T four eighty, which is how oh. computer. Because his parents couldn't, like, afford a really good computer, so he had, like, the yeah. Trash 80. So he had to play a game on that. I can't remember what it was, but um, it was one where it had, like, one of those secret endings or something. And so he already knew the game, so he played that and won. And he barely made it out in time. Oh, man. Because all the Sixers, um, I, I don't remember how they knew where he was at, but they knew where the, he was at. So he, like, had to run in the house and, like play it really quick and then all the Sixers came and everything. So. Wow. Well, they talked about how they had some artifact the Sixers did that they could, like, track people in the Oasis. Oh, yeah. There was the one, you can use it one time a day to find any person. Right. But oh, it, wow. But if you weren't, like, in the same, because they talked about yeah, there's, like, galaxies yeah. and planets. So if you weren't okay. in the same galaxy or planet as them, it would just tell you what galaxy they were in. So as soon as that person gets it, 
well, they're going to get themselves there so that within the next 24 hours they can, you know, ping them again. So with each, right. each person that wins it, they get closer and closer and closer to, like, knowing exactly where they are. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. They're kind of scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. I always like hardcore. Yeah, it was, it was, like, scary. Like, I, I was scared for the characters, like, thinking that IOI was coming for them. Because they're way scary in the book. I thought that they picked a, that I didn't like that casting for Sorrento. He was, like, way too old. I kind of yeah. pictured him as, like, kind of, like, a young hipster. <laughs> yeah, he's super cocky and self-absorbed and or stuff in like book. In, Yeah, because he talks about, like, how he was probably a really good gamer. And he just, you know, took the bait. Because they tried to, you know, get them all to come work for them. And, like, we'll pay you lots of money. Mm-hmm. Huh. And we'll give you room and board, and we'll take good care of you. Just come and be one of our sixers. Yeah. Basically. Wow. So what does IOA stand for? Or IOI, sorry. Yeah? Okay. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't catch it in the movie either. Yeah, they just call it IOI. You're just like, oh, that's what it is. We don't know. he says one thing about it at the very beginning. Yeah. They, like, they do. looking for it. IOI oh, IOI. Innovative Online Industries. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a cool name. So they do, They. I think that they... They're a big competitor. Like they, I think they sell a lot of stuff for the Oasis. Because if you notice, yeah. like a lot of the stuff that they like use, like there's like products, yeah. Which is how he gets gets in debt and gets arrested by them because he can't pay off his debt. Isn't that, isn't that how he gets the fancy suit? Ioi makes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except in the movie, he wins money. Yeah. Yeah, so it like he's like yeah for that that five months that nothing happens after the first key he's just like he's going around and he's got tons of money now that he didn't have before and he just keeps doing challenge after challenge and he just keeps boosting himself and boosting himself and well, he's and he does a lot of like endorsements so he endorses a whole bunch of random oh, products right and so he gets a ton of money ah. from that so it's like oh, Naito and Shoto do yeah. too that and sounds cool they kind of become like the faces. Yeah, so that's how he's super rich and can get the, uh, um, he never had that, like, walkie thing, like a treadmill thing. He never had that in the van. I mean, he mm. had a very basic console. So when he moves to his apartment, he has, like, a huge, like, the treadmill thingy that, like, moves where he Multi-directional. Moves. Yeah, he and starts working out a whole bunch. And, oh, dang. Yeah, he, like, works out a ton when he moves to his apartment and stuff, so. Because at the beginning of the book, he describes himself as, like, an overweight, acne-ridden, like, loser like that's why he likes the oasis so much so when they started off that way i was like he's too good looking in the beginning (laughs) (laughs) this is a kid who eats only sugary food and sits and plays on the oasis which is only arm movements and like head movements um unless you get that like full immersion suit and everything right which he doesn't have to later so he literally sits and does nothing pretty much all day for like 15 hours a day shoot So it sounds like if they were ever to do this right, they would need a TV series. They wouldn't. It wouldn't be able yeah. to be yeah. a, a mini yeah. like a mini series because it has to have an end, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. I think they were trying that before Steven Spielberg showed interest. They were huh. trying to get a mini series, but it before well, I would say around the time of Game of Thrones, too many companies were worried about it being too expensive mm. for licensing mm. rights and for doing all this CGI. But now we see that we can work together <laughs> and all make money. You're Steven Spielberg. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, honestly, if I had never read the book, it's not a bad movie. No. They did yeah. a really good job. I mean, it's not uh, Avatar. It's pretty cool. No, it's not Avatar. No. <laughs> They're kind of I mean, interchangeable, too, aren't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all the 
What the? Um, Kevin Costner pops up as a, as a tall, 20-foot-tall blue person. Right. Flies a pterodactyl. It's actually Smurfs. Just stretched out really long. Yeah. Right. I'm <laughs> just kidding. What, what was the name of the wizard in Smurfs? Uh, Gargamel? Gargamel. Yeah, not Gilgamesh. Gargamel. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what was gonna, that's what I was going to say. But yeah, uh, this is what happens after they kill him. Right. They just grow tall and they thrive and then people try to kill him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> after a millions of years of evolution. <laughs> yeah, that would be a better movie than That would be so Smurfs funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, but with this, like, I could kind of see shades of Avatar in it. Right. Not completely in a bad way, but in a way where it's just a lot of shorthand like that, where it's a simple story, but they're filling it with all this other stuff. Right. Which I'm fine with to a degree, but still the Willy Wonka story is, yeah, obviously it's been done quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That, that was my big problem with it. The characters, yeah, IOI was not as big of a threat, it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like they, from the book they should have been way scarier, way more brutal. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that IROC character. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That he was horrible. He was actually just supposed to be another kid who was like a punk kid who always kind of wanted to like be a part of Asian mm-hmm. and um, Wade, but he never quite was there. And so when right. they start winning, they're keeping their like true identities um, secret. Right. But he lets the cat out of the bag because he gets mad because he's like, you either help me figure it out or I'm going to tell everybody who you are. Wow. And so, but he's just a he's just a kid who like you don't really hear about him anymore after right. like, the beginning once they get going. But he's just really a punk kid. He's not that like really big. Although his character, he kind of had some funny little one liners every now and then. Yeah. But in, he, in the book, like, he did. In the movie, he did. Uh, in the movie, he did. Annoying. But I mean, he <laughs> like, he like plays he plays like almost no part in the book. I mean, oh. it's just here and there, yeah. and then he's like, they just can he writes on it like a big Gunter blog, like, oh, well. I know it, who they are. Yeah, Wade's real name is, or, you know, uh, Art. Oh Art. Art's real mm-hmm. name is Wade, blah, blah, blah. And um, so he's just like, literally like a punk who wants to be, he wants to go to the basement with the cool kids and everything. They let him in like two times and he just like. He's like um, a hothead. Nobody really likes yeah. him. Exactly, and he's a terror. He's um, he's like, oh yeah, I know all these things. I have this cool thing, whatever that nobody else knows about that Jane Kelly like. And every time they're hmm. like, oh, I bet it's this. Like they already know everything, and he knows nothing. So it's just he's just literally like a little punk in the book. Oh man. I I, I mean they kind of I see what they did. They just kind of he was a nemesis mm-hmm. to kind of like help out. An antagonist. No, yeah. he was a henchman. Oh, he was a yeah. henchman. That is what they turned him into. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought his character was, was likable enough or had enough of a purpose in the movie. Well, he was funny. I thought his interactions with Sorrento were pretty funny. Like yeah. How, yeah. Right. Like, how are you doing? He's like, I'm a marketer. Which is funny because, like, he's an avatar. Yeah. Why would he even be? Yeah. But... <laughs> That's funny, yeah. It's just interesting they chose him to... I was that, not expecting the, that voice yeah, like, to come from that really cool avatar. <laughs> I, when I heard the voice, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. be able to take him seriously. Yeah, you never can. No. No. Funny. But Ty Sheridan, I thought he did all right. Like I said before, he's kind of blank slate. But Ben Mendelsohn, I always like him as a villain, even though he's like a child movie villain in this. Right. He's just like, I'm going to get you. But I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. 
never claimed child villain. Well, he's like, you make money, work for me. I'm to tickle you. <laughs> but I saw it more as like the sad, they showed it, the sad intern. Right. That just looks up to these guys mm-hmm. and wants to take control of it and monetize it. Right, right, right. Which was, it's a good enough reason, reasoning for a villain, I thought. But yeah, that doesn't sound like he was out to like kill them, except for the end. Right. He tries, but he does. I mean, they do kill the one. Which kind of remind me of the way Microsoft started for some reason. I don't know why. Bill Gates pulling out a gun on little kids. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, that <laughs> not that part. Not that part. Leaving his password out. You know, just with the interns and you know, all these computer giants and somebody wanting to steal something and make it great. I'm gonna leave it at that. Anyways, <laughs> so the the reference to Stanley Kubrick, obviously The Shining. Right. I, I did like the references to Spielberg's other buddy director, Robert Zemeckis, the Zemeckis Cube, That's which cool. in the floating dance club stops oh, time right. and reverses it. Right. Yeah. And there's also obviously the DeLorean. It bothered me though that the, the DeLorean, it had the sideways wheels. Right. So you go under the truck. But it never flew. It never you flew could fly once. Over King Kong. I know. What happened with that? And how come it can't go back in time? Yeah. At eighty-eight miles an hour. I'm just kidding. It was a little stuff like that. That's all right. Like I thought it was kind of cool, but they didn't do it like. Fully. You might have to pay for that feature. Oh. Maybe that's it. Maybe it costs money because you had to keep throwing money in there well, he, to refill he, it. He purchases the DeLorean after he gets the coins. He doesn't have it. Yeah, Dang he it! Has a whole, his own planet. Ah, uh, does he get the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. Yes, I knew it. He does, he does, yeah. Fantastic. I didn't even look that up, I just because guessed. He spends that five months just really like building up his avatar and everything. Now, but did I see fly. the Firefly? Did the I see, fly? did you spot the Firefly in the box, in the gearbox? No. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch it again. I'm not sure, but you know, when uh, it's in the movie, I don't think it's in the book. But I think Serenity, the Firefly ship, is in the, the tackle box when he's showing it off to uh, it's H's uh, workshop, and it's his little you know gadgets. I could be wrong, but I'm gonna watch for it again. Oh, that was. Kind of... And then I thought, I thought, uh, you know, when he was a uh, what was who turned into Gundam? Who was it that was Gundam? It was the older brother. The older brother. Now, Dido, when he jumps as Gundam out of a ship, I thought that was Serenity, too, for a second. But I couldn't get a good look on it, because there's too much stuff going on. Things to watch for. I think they should have had an underworld to the Oasis. Ooh. With the garbage pail kids. And no, no. You're talking about disgusting. Ooh, a deep oasis? No. <laughs> we don't want a deep oasis. So in regard they would call it the abyss. In regard <laughs> to- it's in the abyss. <laughs> Where grocery stores work. <laughs> In regards to the end of the movie, the, with the red button. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The red um, button's a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And a friend of mine, um, Elisa, and I, we both went and saw the movie together. We both read the book. She's only told me to read it. And she said the thing she hated about the book was she really wanted him to press the red button. Oh. There was so much chaos and so much everything that she wanted that red button to be pressed because she thought that it needed to be. Yeah. But I kind of didn't feel that it needed to be maybe like some revamping because the Oasis is so much of a part of their society. So like just press that red button would be hard. 
But in the movie, they addressed it in a different way that they didn't in the book that I liked. How they said that they shut down the Oasis like every Thursday or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays, to yeah. To get people out into the real world. That didn't happen in the book, but I liked that change. Me too, especially when they're all cuddling. To the end. <laughs> they're all romantical. Oh, yeah. Cuddling. It's been Tuesdays and Thursdays. Instead of the end. Yeah, that was cool. That was a more realistic approach. Right. Because yeah. somebody taking over company totally would have done something like that. So yeah. did he just did he shut it down on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Did they just halfway push the red button? I don't know. Did they make a yellow? Yeah. Maybe they have a yellow button. No, yellow. two sevens. Pause. Two sevens. Two sevens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They had to be very accurate. Right. With how much they pressed it. Right. And they, and they, they block it with two keys. So it doesn't go all the way down. Okay. All right. Well, I like the movie. I guess I'll check the book out. Uh, anybody have any more points they want to make before we... Uh, I guess we're almost done. Well, we're not talking about Marvel or DC. We can't... Right, 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 right. <laughs> I know. Wow. Huh? We, we usually bring Marvel and DC. We always do. So Spider-Man. No. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> any, any other points on the book that uh, you regret that they left out or that they changed? Or anything on the movie that you think was... I'm always a bigger fan of the book. Like I read books all the time so that I can go see the movie and compare them and I always like the book better, but especially this one, um, just because I really like all the references and even that um, Pac-Man kind of reference where he goes in and uh, plays the perfect game of Pac-Man and then, I mean, it's just way more sentimental. Um, because they just, uh, Halliday in the book, um, he wanted everybody to like the things that he liked. Mm. So it's a big deal to him that people wanted to win the, or to get the Easter egg and like study all of these, um, 80s references and all this stuff because he, he never had any friends. He never had anybody who related to him. Mm. So he wanted to kind of make everybody relate to him, I guess. And so it's kind of like, it's really sad and sentimental and... You know, he, like, Wade, he talks a lot about, you know, like, Halliday like this because, or I can see why Halliday felt this way, and um, I guess I kind of more identify with Halliday in a way in the book because he's just, like, so lonely, and he's just, like, this weird outcast and likes all this weird stuff, and people don't like him. So um, I really like the more sentimentality in the book um, that they didn't really touch on in the movie. He's just kind of this weirdo. Right. Barely's mentioned, I feel like. Aww. But it's there's a lot more to it. And then even the very last key, um, after the uh, um, uh, Monty Python thing, mm-hmm. he goes into this room and there's all the computers he ever used and all this stuff. And, and then they cut off uh, all the, where all the other people can hear him and talk to him, like the other four. And it's just him and Halliday. And he talks to Halliday like a friend. And um, finally, Halliday, like, has somebody who knows everything about him and can relate to him. And it's just, like, it's so much more sweet. Hmm. And so I, I think that's a really big fan memory about the book. So. Well, and they kind of allude to the fact in the movie that maybe Halliday never died. Yeah. Which is that was, weird. That was the, like, forever avatar. Yeah, thing. yeah. They so, yeah, yeah. So in the book, is it clear? Is he clearly dead? No, I had that thought when I was re- when I in the book, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, he's not gonna really be dead or something. But they never actually like pointed out the same way, like because in in the movie he like calls him out on it, and right? Him. 
but he kind of like doesn't really answer the question. No, he doesn't because he's got his little self and then him, you know. So yeah, like, that little self part was kind of weird. Did that that didn't <laughs> yeah, happen in the book? No, okay, okay. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. It was kind of weird. <laughs> hmm. But he does share everything with the clan, like he does. Well, they they're not a clan, but he does share everything. He, he they do split it equally among the oh yeah among the crew. See, I thought that his avatar was taken over by Ogden, as an as like worship for him. Oh okay. So bad for kicking out. Right, right, right. I thought that's what they were gonna go with, and then like two seconds later, they show Ogden. Right. Yeah, yeah. And there you are. He shows up. Right. Well, and Ogden himself, since his wife died, has kind of become his own little recluse and never really came out much either, mm. which is why when he kind of comes out of his hiding hole to help the kids, it's kind of like a shock to everybody, too. But not in the movie. Right, because he's movie, kind he's of just, more of a public figure yeah. still. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. I, I would actually like to watch the movie again, like, after some time has gone by after it, because I, like, literally, like, read the book and then watched the movie and sometimes I find I enjoy them I enjoy the movies more if there's more time because I don't right I don't remember so as much yeah and gotcha so, but they did I... yeah and they did change so much in this but I'll go into it a second viewing I think with a different perspective not you know not right. expecting them to be the same so like I said I don't think it was a bad movie and I'd like to like see it again like from a different point of view well maybe the movie is just these guys playing the game again Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. <laughs> oh, and there's a big ceremonial part where, so like, Anorak, and like in Star Wars at the end with the firecrackers and stuff? No. So you know no? how, oh. um, how Dave um, Avatar has the, the robes and he looks like right. a wizard? Yeah. Um, whenever uh, Wade gets the actual final key and he like hands it over to him, mm-hmm. he stays Wade, but he gets the robes and he gets oh, he looks he becomes the wizard oh cool and he becomes immortal and then he chooses to bring back everybody that died like his little four oh, friends he brings them that would have like, been so re- cool he's like i want to restore them to where they were before. oh man and so he brings them back instead he of has all power now. he has all power now that would have been rad to use an 80s died? term well no he's well, I mean, in real life, in real life. The, right but his avatar no. You can't no, bring you can't his avatar bring back. Else's avatar. You can only have one avatar. You're not allowed any other. This oh. isn't Caprica. <laughs> but the four, or the three, <laughs> which the nobody three saw three except for me. <laughs> he he restored. That's the first thing that he does. Is his as well as Almighty Oasis Man. Wait, have you seen Caprica? No. Oh, see, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Dang it. No, that's fine. Somebody <laughs> out there will get it. That's the um, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica prequel. Yeah, yeah. That I actually like better than Sp- the Battlestar Galactica. Sorry, I've everybody. I've never seen it. It's basically kind of like this, except the Avatar. Nah, never mind. <laughs> That's another show. So should we mention what Josh wanted us to talk about? Oh, the Josh, author. You better still be listening. He will. He will listen to this, and he'll text me. I listened to the show. <laughs> Wish it was there. Let's follow up on the next one or something. <laughs> He's gonna talk to me about that. So That's not he, how you sound, Josh. So he wanted to bring up that the writer of the book was the co-writer on the movie. Now, did he write a screenplay, or did he write... I think he did. Yeah? He wrote so he the screenplay with uh, Zach Penn, who's okay. done a bunch of blockbuster movies. Okay. And it's one of those things that, yeah, he had to give up his rights to the book when it gets optioned for a movie. Mm-hmm. That part I understand. But, like with every writer, when your work is adapted for film, 
you have to give up rice. You have to give up hmm. your view of this material right. for the movie that they want to make. Whoa, I just had a genius thought. What? What if <laughs> he did all this on purpose? And when you go read the book, yeah. it's not the movie. Maybe. That's so ingenious. Maybe. And then you're like, oh, it, the movie, up. the book is better. He's going to sell more books. Watch. Right. That, that's I, that, that, this is ingenious. Because so many people are like, oh my gosh, if you like you're gonna love you the to book book. way better. And I now just... he just wants. See, <laughs> see Robert's wait, 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 getting wait, wait, it. Wait, wait. No, okay. They put that in the movie. They do. The whole Shining thing with uh, right. Kubrick taking over the Shining and uh, Stephen King hating the Shining. Shining. He movie. hates it. He hates it. It's the theme. It. They planned it's, it. Oh my god. That's the Easter egg. <laughs> wow. We Easter did it. Egg. We're gonna be. We're gonna win. Now, where's our prize? <laughs> <laughs> but you've got the knowledge, Robert, and that's half the battle. <laughs> They didn't put that in there. Where was that? They didn't no, get the GI. They didn't get the GI Joe uh, rights. Dang well, it. and they didn't get the rights to use the likeness or voice of Jack Nicholson. Yeah, they got the rights of all these other properties, not Jack Nicholson. Well, was he like not available, or is he like no? No, I think he refused because he's basically retired. He's like, this is a kids movie. Yeah, I hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was a show that uh, Louis C.K. before called The Ridiculous Crap Happened With Him. Right. Um, where he wanted Jack Nicholson Jack to play this character that uh, Steve, not Stevenson, Alan Alda played instead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he reached out to Jack Nicholson. He's like, I have some sway now. You know, I'm kind of famous. And Jack Nicholson invited him to his house. And he showed him the script. He goes, it's a good script. But you know what I did today? What? I just sat by that tree and took a nap. <laughs> Is what he that's said? It. That's it, yeah. Whoa. He didn't want to do it. He's, he's retired. Okay, well. But that, that bugged me. He didn't have to do anything for this except sign some paper. I know. Because the know. recording's done. They could take the recording. Yeah. That's so weird. I was just wanting one. <laughs> <laughs> but no. That would have been funny. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Well, I enjoyed the movie. I uh, enjoyed the debate. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, guys, go go check out the website. I'm supposed to plug that. Uh, nerdingdaily.com or something like that. Google it. Get a t-shirt. No love for Isle of Dogs? Oh, I man. Oh, yeah. That's my next one. Okay, I would go see that. I just have short on funds right now. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We're out. Thank you.